This is Melissa Hart with What's on the Agenda Extra Podcast with Tim Abbott and Chris Hill. And today we discuss everything about the Have It All in the Fall Sale that happens this Thursday, October 19th at the Landismark Sale Arena in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. So on to the business of the day, the sale that's happening on Thursday, October 19th in Leola, Pennsylvania. Tell us about this Have It All in the Fall Sale. I want to know, first of all, I want to know, why are we having it in Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. Yeah, so so we decided we needed to sell a bunch of cattle for the Have It All partners because uh, we're all, all got a lot of inventory and we've had a couple of these kind of sales at Duckets and with everything going on with Expo and all, we thought bringing them to Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, which is a big market for us, was a good idea. So we rented Bob Landis's barn and uh, going to bring the cattle to Pennsylvania where we think where we think there's a lot of interest in our cattle. What's the impetus for this have it all in the fall sale? You said you had a lot of cattle that you needed to sell. Yeah, so the the have it all partners, which is the group that bought Doc 8784 a couple years ago, uh, would be Jeff and Jan King, Tom Kugler, David King, Sharon and I, and the Duckets. You know, we've been IVFing aggressively since we bought her, daughters, the cow, just you know been after it pretty hard and because of that we get lots and lots of daughters and granddaughters and uh and we all i always have a collection of cattle that i accumulate all summer long at sales and events and uh, when the snow starts to fly in vermont melissa i like to get them gone so i can head to florida because i don't have room for them at my house in florida (laughs) okay that makes sense (laughs) <laughs> so it, it's a little bit of everything. It's uh, it's quite a few animals from myself, quite a few animals from Mike Duckett, 30 lots that go back to Doc, and then uh, a few lots from David King as well. So you mentioned just a few minutes ago that one of the disappointments of World Dairy Expo was that Doc died. Tell us more about what happened there. Yeah, so, you know, one of the one of the tough parts of the week for us was uh, we did lose Doc. The cow was doing fantastic, scheduled to go to Expo. Uh, two weeks ago, people that saw her uh, thought she looked better than she'd ever looked. And then uh, she kind of went off feed one day. Mike and Julie and their normal good care got her right back on track. And then she went off feed a couple days later, took her to the vet hospital and found out that she was loaded with cancer and uh, appeared to be in 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 her intestines and all that jazz so we decided to not bring her to expo uh thinking we had quite a bit of time with the cow left and unfortunately it was a fast-growing cancer that just just destroyed the cow very quickly and she died literally two weeks after we found out she had it so she died on uh on the thursday of expo and yeah so it, it puts a little different light on this sale melissa because you know, honestly, if we would have known we were going to lose the cow, we probably wouldn't be selling all these offspring. But the fact is, we've got the sale scheduled, we've got it all promoted, and we're going to move forward. It's not like we don't still have stuff from Doc. Uh, we've, we've got a lot of calves on the ground. We were able to harvest our ovaries, maybe make a few more babies, and may even look into some cloning options and all that. So, tough, tough week for all the partners, but, but she left us with tremendous amount of of sons and daughters i think i counted up the other day and she's got uh, over 20 sons and grandsons that'll be going into major ai programs in the next 
the next year. So the cow's impact will be felt uh, a, a long way around the globe. It's hard to see one of these great ones go like that and be all of a sudden, especially the timing of it right during World Dairy Expo. Wow, that's that's something else. So that does change the face of this sale quite a bit and the offering that you have out there for people. How is that going to change things next week, Chris? I think dollars and cents wise, it's going to be just as much in demand as it's ever been. It's, it's a darn shame they had to lose the cow. She did everything and more that the syndicate wanted when they purchased her. And in today's market, this crossover thing, meaning the combination of genomics and type, is on fire. And there is no other female in the whole breed that combined genomics with type the way this cow did. I mean, there's nothing even close I, I saw the cow in June, and she just looked amazing. And obviously, we can't put her in the center of the ring, but I personally think she would have been right out there with those other three or four cows, but we can't look at it this way. But what's in this sale of 31 live lots, eight direct daughters, and the rest in granddaughters up to 3102 GTPI, 1030 net merit, and milking daughters of Doc, over 3,000 on genomics. They're all going to be, their scores are not in the catalog, but I believe Tim told me they're all going to be scored before they leave to come to Pennsylvania. And I just think the syndicate has rolled out the red carpet for all the people that want to be in on this great cow family. I just want to comment on the picking Pennsylvania. I mean, Tim's got a bunch in Vermont, and there's a bunch in Wisconsin. And obviously, there's other than Wisconsin, there's no more state that has as much enthusiasm and great pedigreed cattle demand like the state of Pennsylvania. And then with New York and Maryland bordering New Jersey, Ohio, it's going to be easy for people to buy and get them home. We've had a ton of sales in Wisconsin, and I think bringing it to Pennsylvania is going to be a, an opportunity for the, you know, the Mennonite, the Amish community to come and see how good these daughters really are. We will be scoring all of Doc's milking daughters, which are seven, and I think every one of them, I think there's three milking daughters in the sale, including the milking yearling that was 12th at Expo. She's got a couple daughters selling. There's two other parfaits that will be at the sale, there are great young cows. They'll be scored. Then we've got a couple Conways and a couple more Perfects at home that will be scored that have daughters in the sale. So we're anticipating a great day. Her daughters look tremendous. So that'll that'll fill in the blanks. Hopefully, we have a couple other highlights. We've got a great cow that Mike and I bought at Lucky that we're going to sell that we think could gain points. She's from all those great 94-point cows at Lucky, and we think she could... She, I think she's 92 now, and she might get a point or two. So we've got sisters to the winning milk and yearling at Madison, right out of Blexi. I mean, how many sales have that? The catalog is incredible. I'm assuming we're going to have price levels, hopefully, that, you know, everybody can get in on this kind of a game. You know, we can't push the accelerator, you know, we can't floor it every single consignment. I mean, it would be nice, right, if we could do that. But there are going to be some consignments that are a little bit more affordable for those who don't have as much money. So tell me some about... That was my next comment. Yeah, go ahead. 
there's going to be something for everybody. And the pedigrees are there. The foundation is there. I mean, we're not telling you this sale is going to average $30,000, but we're going to tell you this is a sale where you can come, you can be active, and there's going to be some high price ones, but your return on investment is pretty darn good with whatever's in this sale. And farmer breeders, don't sit this sale out thinking you can't afford something because you will be able to. I would add, Melissa, I think over time, Chris and I have have proven to the to the industry that when they're in a alliance sale, they are for sale. And some are going to bring too much and some are going to bring not enough. And at the end of the day, there's going to be bargains. And that's one thing we pride ourselves on because that's how I like to buy them at a sale. If I go to a sale, I want to sit there all day and feel like at the end of the day, I was not bidding against the house, and uh, these cattle are for sale, and all the partners agree they're they're going to sell. As Chris said, there'll be, I, my guess is there'll be animals from twenty five hundred to twenty five thousand, and uh, um, so there'll be something for everybody. Yeah, as I sift through the catalog, you've got quite a few red consignments, and there's even some Jersey consignments. What do you have from um, the red side of things? From the red side, we have a lot of apple. We have Alamac who is a cow that's done really good for ducats. She's done stoppable right out of apple. She's excellent, fresh again. And I think we got six daughters of her selling. And then we have about, I'd say, 10 to 12 total apples. That covers our red pretty good. And I don't mean apple being the fourth and fifth dam. I mean uh, dam and second dam. And then, Tim, if you want to tell them a little bit about the jerseys we got, I think that's a really steamy group. Yeah, the, let me add to the, to the reds real quickly. Um, there's a summer yearling here at my place that goes back to apples that we didn't show because we just didn't have time this summer with everything we got going. But she's a heifer that needs to go to Toronto or Louisville, like a, a fairly big-time summer yearling that will compete. So, And, and those Alamax, we got a couple daughters, uh, several daughters of her selling, and they are pretty. So... As you said, Chris, jerseys, it's basically everything that we own for jerseys. Everything from Lot 1, which stood in the top half dozen at the jersey event in the in the calf class and has entered Louisville. She's an own daughter of season, which I believe might be one of the last season daughters out there. We've got uh, three daughters and a son of Comet, all selling. And they're fantastic heifers. And then... Several heifers from embryos that I purchased from uh, Misty Meadows at one of our embryo sales. We've got daughters of some of their iconic cows. So, you know, there, there's only a dozen or so jerseys selling, but boy, they're, it's a loaded catalog of beautiful pedigree jerseys, and the heifers look the part as well. We'll have trucks there to go west, right, Tim? I mean, immediately. So you can buy with confidence as far as them getting on a truck. It's one of the few live sales we've had all year, but... I think the pedigrees and the cattle will speak for themselves, and we certainly hope people are able to come. And the venue, you know, the venue is nice. It's a it's a nice little cell barn there that Bob Landis is hosting us with his crew, and uh, we're we're pretty excited to line our cattle up there. I, one of the other things, Melissa, we wanted to do was showcase what Doc could do for daughters, and with three milking daughters and five other daughters, I think people will be impressed. For the, for the genetics that Doc is is putting out there. 
you know, the, the other thing you talked about investment and, and your level of investment, you know, I, I think any of us that are partners on doc would say losing or surely hurt, but I am 100% confident that 15, 18 months after buying the cow for $1.9 million, I am 100% confident the syndicate is in the clear already. We've sold a half million dollars worth of eggs out of daughters. We've got 20 sons and grandsons going to AI and we still have daughters to work with. We just, we just got six daughters back by Dropbox yesterday, all with just blow you away numbers. So, you know, I, I guess to me, Melissa, the story is whether you pay two million bucks or you pay twenty five hundred dollars for one of these, the, the this cow family is one of the hottest commodities in the industry, and and they flush like chickens. I'm, we've never had a cow family that every time they go into the IVF shoot, they leave you with you know half dozen or ten eggs. Oh, another thing oh, is that Tim touch on is the we're selling probably twenty one embryo lots that are really potent, like. Caught your eye, more docks, more black seas, more apples. The embryo lots go, I believe, A through S. Embryo lots can be pretty darn profitable. Here, well, we do have good, uh, good breeding program, and you know what you're doing. Embryos can do you very, very well. You hear that all the time. You, something will come in in a show and it'll be a fantastic and they'll hit the big time or you know they'll be in the top five or whatever and somebody will say well where'd you get that and it'll be an embryo they bought in two or three years ago or something they did right futures exactly <laughs> well that is true yeah that is we true. could write a book from that sale you should write a book from that sale and start hawking them yeah absolutely you should <laughs> that no i'm serious that kind of thing is is really important for people to know you know, that they don't always have to buy the live lot and embryos do work and people get great things out of those investments. So that is definitely something you should write down. Okay, Tim, I want to know more about Showbox Sires. Tell me how that's coming. I know you said there was a lot of activity during World Dairy Expo, but uh, I just want an update. Give us an update on how Showbox Sires is going. Better than you thought, not as good as you thought, you know, crazy, what? Yeah, it's, first of all, it's way more work than we thought, <laughs> Melissa, so uh, I don't know if that's good or bad. But, no, it, it's honestly, it's out of control in a good way. The, the interest from the business and an AI organization working with all name brand show cows, trying to mix in some numbers into the package, um, it, it's just flying. And it was very gratifying for us to stand there at our booth at Expo, which... We ended up having it in the barn by our cows. We had we had six bull mothers for Showbox Sires and, and Mike and Julie Duckett String that we own and that we're going to be getting sons out of and a couple others around around the barn. You know, people were just really fired up for it. So I think the, I think the need is there. Uh, I think uh, people are excited. So our first bull is available, but, but actually has been sold out. He was on the market 20 days and is completely sold out. And uh, next week, we're going to release Footloose's Tattoo Son, named appropriately for my best friend, Chris Hill. Flash is his name. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, so Flash is going to become available here the end of October, 1st of November. And the order's on him. Uh, he, he's basically he's basically back-ordered already. So 
we've got a couple really fun bulls coming. Um, another tattoo out of Doc coming at CMAX. A chief out of ID Winbrook Lindsay coming at CMAX. So by Christmas, we should have one or two bulls at CMAX and three or four bulls at Select. And uh, we're, we're off to the races. So it was, it was really cool at Expo because I get to meet with the distributors from Select Sires and CMAX. We've met with the board and several uh, board of CMAX uh, and their, their new CEO, Paul Larmer, and, their, and Brad Sales and Paul Trapp, that whole crew. So things are flying with our business with CMAX and then really had a great visit with several of the board members and the executives from Select. And it was fun for me being out of the bull business for the past seven, eight years to reconnect with a lot of guys that I worked with from around the world before. So I, I could do, I could talk about it forever, uh, Melissa, because I'm that fired up. It, it's really, really re-energizing things. Not just our program. I mean, there's other programs in AI um, that, you know, that have kept the ball rolling. You know, our hats off to those organizations that have been dedicated to this for the past 10 years but um, i think ours is going to be a little different because we're a little more focused on you know on the cow and the cow family and the sire stack uh rather than just the numbers but but you're right melissa i mean the fact that you can have great example you know milk source who has put millions of dollars into show cows you know we've we've just made a deal to acquire the the son of their cow that was intermediate champion, Sally, a great cow. We've, we've already got her son locked up. And that just, that just makes those cows more valuable. People, people can sell their, the sons of those cows. And instead of throwaways, they're going to make them money. Absolutely. People really can have it all. There you go. And they can <laughs> have it all. They can have it all in the fall. And then they can have it all again in the spring. <laughs> That's right. That is right. We'll have it all in the fall next Thursday in Leola, Pennsylvania for the Have It All in the Fall sale. So thanks for joining me. Uh, you too. I appreciate the time that you've taken with me this morning to talk more about the sale. Look us up on Dairy Agenda. Look up the catalog. Uh, join us on uh, Cow Buyer for the sale. And uh, we'll look forward to you making some great purchases uh, October 19th. Good Thank job. Thank you, Melissa. That's Tim Abbott and Chris Hill and the Have It All in the Fall sale that happens this Thursday, October 19th at the Landis Mark Sale Arena in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Make sure you click on that link in the featured sales list on the right side of the homepage or click on the Have It All in the Fall sale banner ad for all of the details, including the online catalog and the bidding information through cowbuyer.com. This is Melissa Hart with What's on the Agenda Extra podcast. You can listen to these podcasts on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you next time.